shot first. Come on, grab your friends. We're gonna talk about Star Wars and stuff with Connor Oled and Andrew Roman. The fun will never end. Greeter shot first. Where was it? I don't know. I <laughs> I I don't know what to say. I, I thought that there was gonna be a trailer. Yes. Good lord. And then I remember I was like sitting somewhere like what like and i got a push notification from youtube like check out this video from star wars but it was <gasps> galaxy's edge preview uh, <laughs> it came out on christmas too which was with the the prediction regardless so yes yeah oh man well in any other case utaput everybody hello and welcome to greedo shot first my name is connor i'm andrew and we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And we were hoping to start today by uh, breaking down what would have been, you know, one of the most anticipated trailers of the next year. Um, but instead, we got a behind-the-scenes look to the new uh, Disney attraction coming. It's called Galaxy's Edge. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about that, which is exciting. And uh, it's also a new year. So, uh, you know, Happy New Year to you, Andrew. Happy New Year to you, Connor. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that we, uh, you know, we, we liked about the previous year of 2018. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically just kind of recap everything and, you know, catch up on, you know, a little bit of this and that, you know. So kind of a loose format today, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's this isn't going to be a real structured one. I mean, I think even like right now, and like I'm just gonna get this out of the way at the start of the podcast as opposed to the end, so that we don't have that like listenership bias of like only the people who listen to the end. That's true. Heed this, but you know, if I'm not saying like we're running out of things to talk about or like we don't know where we want to go next, but yeah. if you all have comments, suggestions, recommendations, like let us know. Yes, like, please. You Can- know, I I, th- I think we'd love to kind of hear from you and, and get some new perspective as to what you want to hear us talk about. Well, yes. Yeah. Please check us out on Facebook and, uh, you know, give us a like and a comment and share with friends and anyone who is a, a star Wars fanatic in one way or another, we hope to, uh, you know, just provide as much information as possible. And yes, we want to, uh, hear suggestions here and there. We, we have plenty of ideas down the line, but, uh, as we were saying, you know, it was, uh, today is New Year's Day, so, you know, we're both kind of... New Year, new us. New Year, new us, but still just bedraggled, just kind of <laughs> tired. Yeah. So, but... Uh, I feel like when we were, like, doing the, the test, I, f- I could hear that a little bit. Oh, for sure, yeah. Everyone was just screaming, Happy New Year! And it's just like... <laughs> so, yes. I'm I'm holding on just by uh, the littlest bit. But yes. I got Callie here, so she'll keep me company. Yes. That's all that matters. Huh, Callie? With her birthday penguin. Oh, her birthday penguin. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, speaking of Callie, I remember I always made a joke about her being the uh, the Wookiee in the room, if you will. Yes. Um, I wanted to go back to uh, our uh, last discussion about uh, our you know our life day discussion for the sure. holiday special. Yes. Now, there was a bunch of information that I wanted to bring up after the fact, but we had so much fun talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing I really wanted to talk about was the actual uh, canonical history of uh chewy's family yes so i mean in in perspective when it comes to like eu and we were even making jokes about this during the you know the special itself is like his entire family was enslaved yes and you know and for that matter the entire planet of kashik was enslaved right so you know how could they have this whole 
you know, nice <laughs> 1970s decor house, yes. you know, and have no problem with from yeah. the Empire other than just like having two absentee, you know, people living there or something yes. like that. <laughs> they weren't working on the Death Star or whatever it was, you know, that they were doing at the time. Right. And it's just like, good Lord. But uh, <laughs> I mean, regardless, there, I mean, there is new canonical information for the new canon, the new Disney canon. Yes. And uh, you had made some notes about. It. I wanted to ask you about that. So. Yeah. So, and actually, I meant to, I meant to pull it up. Um, but well, so, I, what I know, what I recall off the top of my head is that basically they have actually established within the new Disney canon mm-hmm. that all of Chewie's family is still considered part of canon <laughs> which is it's a little silly that's shocking to me yeah but i like, mean that it, would be just a great way to instead of like having to try to fit them in the way that the eu did yeah like you could just be like you know what this is our chance for the hard reset we're not gonna do that yeah <laughs> but but it is i guess in its own way like a fun easter egg as well all right so in that sense in easter egg sense um i'll bring up the first one that i actually know a little bit about and that's lumpy Okay. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've read all the Aftermath books. And uh, in all of the Aftermath books, because it's a trilogy, in each one there are, are interludes between the chapters. And what they'll do is they'll go off to certain parts of the galaxy and follow this little story here or there. You know, I always love bringing up uh, Malakili, the Beastmaster, uh, as well as, like, um, you know, there's people, you know, the, the, the remnants of Alderaan, like all the people who are still survivors of Alderaan, what they're up to. Which is also like an EU thing. It is, yeah. 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 Which was a cool thing. And like they like resettle on this like ship, basically. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a world ship in itself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Not not quite like a Yuzon Vong world ship. No, but, but I mean it's a it's a um Oh god, I can't think of what the heck it's called, but I mean kinda of, think of like a houseboat, but Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, I mean it's like a it's like a very sci fi like space station. Flotilla. Yes. Yes. Well, that, yeah, that is actually what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had to think of what it was called. I had to say houseboat to even get there. Yeah. Yeah, um, you found it. Yeah, but regardless, so one of the one of the actual interludes, it actually follows Lumpy, and like you have the internal dialogue of Lumpy, and like he calls like the uh, the Empire Rara or whatever. Like that's how he pronounces it, right? <laughs> but I mean, for what it's worth, before like I read this before I ever saw the. The holiday special, and I've seen like you know pictures of younger uh, Wookies, like particularly like in um, the Clone Wars and even Rebels. Like one of the first episodes, they're following, uh, they're trying to rescue you know Wookie slaves and stuff like that. And it, yeah, it just looks like a young little teenager. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I always pictured Lumpy. And yeah. then you actually see Lumpy, and he's just <laughs> the lump of fur. Yeah, so, you know, but oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, for for me, I always just kind of pictured him as like a gangly teenage. Yeah you know, Wookiee, yeah. basically. But uh, I never knew about uh, Itchy. I guess they did bring up Itchy in this in the story somehow, right? In yeah. the solo Star Wars story? Yeah, so he actually, yeah, so like Itchy actually appears more so than like, you know, like there's actually like a movie reference to him mm-hmm. insofar as like whenever, like after they get off the planet where Chewbacca was being held captive mm-hmm. and um you know and then han meets him in in the pit yes um so like he asks him well hey what's your name anyway and chewbacca answers my name is chewbacca son of a titichuk Ooh. okay so what the hell <laughs> i didn't even think about that yeah all right 
Uh, yeah, I guess that would be him speaking in Shriwook, so no one would really catch it. Yeah. You know, that's where the subtitles would have came in. Yeah. Well, and they, yeah, and I think it is like one of those ones where they they do actually subtitle it. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm going to go back and like listen to the, the book one of these days, so I'll keep an ear out for that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, it's always fun to just go back and listen to all those old stories and like pick up on stuff that you just didn't hear the first time around. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, for Mala, this is the one that I'm curious about. Now, Mala was reintroduced in A New Hope, The Princess, The Scoundrel, and The Farm Boy. Now, is that the young adult version? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I've seen these I've seen these online. Like, I, I've, I've been curious to get them because, I mean, you know me. I, I like to get the novelizations of the movies. Yeah. And I would love to get them with the original trilogy. But these ones are very, they're very short. They're very condensed. Mm-hmm. And I remember this now, but I didn't realize, I didn't realize that Mala would actually be reintroduced. Do you know how it's come about at all? Or That one is the one that I know the least about. But it's just the fact of the matter that she is mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I want to say. I almost want to say it's like it cuts to a scene, like a sequence, like with Chewie, and like he, like you kind of get to see his thoughts. Yeah. And like he is dreaming of his sweet mulatto buck or something like that. <laughs> but I could be totally wrong. Like I feel like I read that like on the Wikipedia page, but right. I did not like. I, I have not read that story. Though. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, Mala has definitely come up and, you know, a couple different references. Like, um, back at our Halloween special, we brought up um, Death Troopers. Yes. And there is a lot of internal dialogue for Chewbacca where he thinks of his beloved Mala. Yes. So, you know, there could be instances of that, but that's not really considered canon anymore as it is considered EU. That's like more fan fiction than anything else. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like, when, when I saw these, these notes, I was always curious about it because, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you spend all this time hearing them grunting and groaning and yeah. it's like oh there's actually more to these characters yeah. that actually might be interesting so yeah who yeah. the heck knows and i don't necessarily want to like delve too deeply into it but like they and like i feel like they are so, like at least mala and uh lumpy are somewhat redeemed like in the e like in the eu mm-hmm. um uh just insofar as like they actually get to kind of do some cool things, or yeah, um, you know, like Lumpy kind of becomes this, you know, power. He in his own right becomes a powerful Wookiee warrior. Yeah, I mean, doesn't he? Doesn't he fight alongside like Anakin Solo and stuff like that? Or is I think that... So, well, so you might also be thinking of Lobaka, oh, who is the yeah. Wookiee Jedi. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, all, all I remember <laughs> who is like Chewbacca's nephew or something like that. I just I just remember Han talking about like talking to Chewie's family. You know, at one point, I won't go into detail why, but right. like, I feel like their names were brought up at least one point or another or something yeah. like that. But yeah, maybe Lobaka is uh, where I got to get it confused. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, um, and I don't know, it's it, just in- interesting tidbits. Yes. You know? And yeah. I, I, I wanted to hear more about it, but I mean, otherwise, you know, we, we pretty much went into detail on that, so we don't have to go any further on <laughs> yeah. it. You know, that, that yeah. was a, it was a good talk. It was a good talk. <laughs> um, but hey, speaking of like fan fiction and all this kind of stuff. I don't think we can really talk about 2018 without mentioning what came out right before you know the edge of the ga- the ed- the galaxy's edge trailer. Know, yeah, and uh, it was this, this brand new fan film that's mm-hmm. kind of taken the internet by storm. Yes, it's called um, Vader. Uh, episode one is like Sacred Past or Scattered Past. I think it is Shards of the Past. Shards of the Past. Something <laughs> past. Yes, and um, it's made by a group called I want to say it was Star Wars Theory. Yes. Yes, and uh, when I think Star Wars Theory is also like one guy. Oh, okay. Like, because I believe, like in the credits, like he plays Vader out of costume. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but like he's just referred to as Star Wars Theory. Oh, but like enough. I think it is a group. Yeah. Also, it's I mean, like something crowdfunded, GoFundMe kind of yeah, deal. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, I uh, from uh, what we can tell, you know, they said this is episode one, and it's about like a sixteen-minute video. Yeah. And there should be like two or three more, if that. Yeah. You know, I mean, or, I, the idea is that I mean, I think we both share is that since they do trilogies, yes, it would it's make probably sense to be in three parts. <laughs> yeah, it would make the most sense to do it that way. But um, I would suggest anyone who is a you know a fan of you know just watching these fan films, which are usually done like with the highest quality. Yeah, do not. I mean, and this even I think this like raises the bar. Oh, that for much sure. Further. Yeah, I mean, even everyone's saying it's like you see Disney, this is how you do it. I, like, I, I saw know. that. Like I was like looking in the YouTube app this morning, and <laughs> I was like, "This is so stupid." Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong, it's excellent. Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot, you know. But a, it's like it probably took them all year to make that 15 minute video, right? You and know. you know, and besides that, it's a fairly static set. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's one room basically. Yeah, it's basically know? one room, and uh, you know, I mean, don't again, don't get me wrong, it's great, but yeah. It, you know, but there are certain elements that are still a little bit fan-ish. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it, it's the idea of fan fiction. Yes. You cannot take it for canonical fact. Like, just to start off with, like, the 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 whole twist and turn of the beginning, like, I honestly didn't know what to think until they revealed yes. who it was he was attacking and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, And I was even thinking to myself, like, this is where it's going to go. Like, this is an alternative history. Yeah. And I would always love to hear situations like that. Yeah. I know that... And they kind of walked back from that. And that's actually, like, in a sense, that's kind of cool because I feel like back in the day, that was a pretty, like, like Lucasfilm actually adopted a lot of stuff from outside sources mm-hmm. when it came to, like, naming different characters and so on. Yeah. You know, it was like the, you know, like Wizard Wizards of the Coast, you know, they did a lot of, like, role-playing games around Star Wars. Yes. And so, yeah. like, a lot of those names that they created basically became actual characters and yeah, I mean, isn't that how like Mace Windu came about, or was that like one of the original names that they might have had, or something like yeah. that? Yeah, well, that, that might like... have even just been like a Lucas. Like, I'm gonna name something Mace. <laughs> I mean, he did have like a little catalog of just like these, yeah. you know, sci-fi sounding names. Yeah, you know, Alderaan went from being like a person to being like a droid to then, being a planet to be like just anything yeah <laughs> you know you just shuffle the deck you know that's how they do it yeah but i mean hey what the hell but regardless like the the fan film was done really well yes you know and i've always brought up to you like other ones that i've watched um you know uh there's a there's one called like mall like apprentice or something like that which is a really well done one and um there's also uh uh, there's also um, this this very old one from like I want to say like the 90s or at least early like early 90s. It's called uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, you know the wolves are calling. Yes. Sorry, sorry everybody. Callie <laughs> is uh, wants to get in on the on the ground floor. Yes. But regardless, um, there is a. Uh, Oh, what the heck! <laughs> Poor Callie well, you, maybe yeah. lose my train of thought. Are you talking about like the Troopers movies? Troopers, yes. Yeah. It's so it's 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 a it's a play on cops, and it's actually like it follows these um, these stormtroopers who are all dressed up on uh, you know Tatooine, and it's kind of funny because they do try to make it like canonical in a sense mm-hmm. because like they're following the Jawas looking for the the droids, and then they end up with you know at the Baru far- or at the Lars farm, 
and like it's just it's like there's a whole dis- dis- uh, domestic dispute between like Lars and Baru and it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's a whole ridiculous thing. Yeah. But um, it was one of like the original fan films that like kind of like set the bar for everything from yeah. there, you know. Yeah. But it would be fun to do like a, you know, a pod where we just kind of dissect most of these. Yeah. I know I I'm I'm, I'm kind of going in a little detail here and there, but yeah. like I would like to do that in in, in future episodes. So Let's set that aside. Right. You know, and hopefully Callie won't bark at the moon for us or yes. anything. <laughs> Some other dog was out there, like, howling or whatever. Yeah, uh, well. Sorry, everybody. Oh, I just, I, I'd be curious if that actually did make it on there or not. It'll be fun yeah. to listen back to. Probably a little bit. And, and if it didn't, then it'll be even funnier because it'll just be, like, a five-second pause where we, nothing was happening. Yeah, I was just, like, <laughs> looking off to the distance, like, sorry, everybody. We, we heard the bat call or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. If you, you know, if you if you have a second to, you know, uh, you know, take some time out of your day, you want to watch something good, recommend Star Wars. Uh <laughs> Star Wars. Well, of course, yeah. Recommend Star Wars. Recommend this Vader fan film for yes. sure. It's yeah. uh, it's very fresh, so you won't be hard. It won't be hard to find. Yes. So and it's been super popular, like many millions of views already. Oh, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it like I said, it blew up. But in um, in lieu of that, like we said, you know, there was no trailer that got dropped. Yes. Uh, we were hoping for you know at least some Episode Nine stuff to come out this year, uh, but. Uh, Lo and behold, the only thing we did get was an actual behind-the-scenes reel of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Which is the new Disney attraction coming. Uh, I want to say, from what I heard, I think the one in California is going to be coming in summer. Summer, yes. And then the one in Orlando is late 2019. So it's pretty much right before Episode Nine actually comes out. Yeah. So, but there are a couple of interesting things about this. Like, first of all, the the place that it's actually, you know, named for, like it's it is taking place at is Batu. Yes. Which is actually where Thrawn Alliances takes place. Yes. You know, so you're 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 still reading it. I'm still reading it. Yeah, I'm probably about a third of the way through now. Okay, but yeah, so you you've already heard the name once or twice. Oh yeah. But it's a central planet to this book, which yes. was already interesting enough to think to like, oh man, like we're gonna actually see where this all kind of took place and you know this mm-hmm. and that. So yeah, you know that some way somehow it's gonna play into you know how the park's gonna go. Not to mention that like it's also a planet that's gonna be featured in episode nine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they've pretty well established like that. The resistance base now will be on Batu, right? And that's kind of like part of the appeal of what they're trying to do with Galaxy's Edge is that they're truly trying to make it an immersive experience. Yes, that everything is you know as soon as you are on Batu in Galaxy's Edge, like that is the world you are living in. Right. So I mean, they they they're gonna have everything from rides to hotels to gift shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place where you can actually make your own lightsaber. Yes. So that'll be cool. I, I've heard that you know they, they already do that kind of thing. I think at Universal with the old yeah, like Star can... Wars attraction. Could oh. you? I, I don't know. Well, okay. So there's a couple things that are going on there. I actually thought you were just gonna talk about like Harry Potter World. Like I well, think no, Harry that's Potter... the equivalent. Yes. Basically, because Harry Potter World, you can you can make your own wand. You go to all the Vanders, right? Yeah. 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 So you can imagine they're going for that same idea. Yeah. You know, and for what it's worth, from what I've heard, you've been there, haven't you? I have not actually. Really? No, I'm going in February. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah. 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 No, it'll be fun. We're. Uh... We'll, we're going to do Universal the first day we're down there. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll do Disney the rest of the time that we're down there. You shouldn't even say, like, Universal. Just say, we're going to be at Harry Potter all day. 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I've heard no. great things about yeah. it. But the, yeah. you know, but the idea of you know immersion, like they they took the cake with it and ran with it. Anyone mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, that's gone down. They always talk about just you can interact with all the suits and whatnot. You know, yeah. you can take your wand and it has like a a receiver in it or something like that. So you're yes. doing the magic. So yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. We, uh, in fact, that's like the one time, not to like sidetrack and go into a personal story that much, no. but it's like the one trip that I haven't gone on, like with my now wife was like, we were still dating mm-hmm. and her family went to universal, mm. but I stayed behind to take care of their dog. Ah, uh, so, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so she has been there. Emily has been there, but uh, okay, that makes I sense. have not been there. Well, good luck. You'll, you'll have a good time. I know that. Yes. Um, but, all right, so get back to everything. Yes. So in, in this world, you can get your own wand and all that kind of stuff. But now in Star Wars, there is a, there is a, uh, there gonna be, there's going to be a section where you can build your own lightsaber. So it's yeah. going to be that whole Jedi immersion thing right there. And then not to mention, to fully immerse yourself even further, they're going to have droids actually going around, fully autonomous droids. Uh-huh. Um, they're going to have, you know, people dressed up as certain aliens. Like they already showed that there's a couple hammerheads, like Ithorians and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, um, from the rides themselves, and we'll get into more detail about this, but like one of the rides, um, if you do poorly on the ride, like you actually get scored on it, mm-hmm. um, you will actually have a bounty set on your head. Yes. And they, you will, you'll have to walk around the park trying to avoid people dressed up as bounty hunters. Yes. Not to say that they're going to be Boba Fett, because I mean, this is, that's not the point in time this is going to take place mm-hmm. but like i think they're actually creating a new bounty hunter for this reason yes so but um i don't know i just hearing about that seems so interesting like besides that i think like the uh, the first order will come after you as well yeah so i don't know it, it sounds like it's gonna be a, like a hell yeah. of a time well and i think that's kind of it it's like so well yeah so the riding question i guess we'll get into that yeah. um Go but ahead. it's it's going to be millennium falcon smugglers run yeah so you actually get to fly the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody gets to fly the Falcon. Yeah, so there's there's six. Yeah, it's gonna be a six like person <laughs> car basically. Yeah. Um, and so the first you know first uh, two people presumably will be like in the pilot and co-pilot seat, and then I think the next two are like the gunners, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what the back row is gonna They're do. They're gonna be the engineers. Okay. So if anything goes wrong, it's up to you to like to fix it, fix the shields, yeah. you know, do this and that, give it the elbow like Han Solo does. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, that's the whole idea is you have to work as a team and you have to do your part. And I guess what's going to happen is like while you're on these missions, like there's going to be sections that light up green or something like that. And then mm-hmm. once that happens, you got to smack the button or pull yeah. the lever or what have you. And if you do it right, if you do it enough time, you earn credits. Yes. And you can earn like extra credits for doing, you know, certain things throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But not to mention the fact that there's uh, there's three different missions you can actually go on. Yeah. So it's worth like that, like kind of, you know, go back and like try this again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's three different kinds of things you could do, like a race. Uh, you can do... Um, you could do almost something like a Kessel run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget what the third one is, but all three of these jobs are actually provided by none other than Hondo Onaka, <laughs> my man. Yes. Oh God. So it'll be exciting to actually see him like kind of interact with like Chewie and stuff like that. If that's the case, yes. you know, cause you know, yeah. Chewbacca has got to be involved somehow. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, I'm really hyped for that. I mean, they're like, 
and and I think so. The other side to that is like you were saying, like if you do poorly, you can get the bounty on your head. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's like if you do exceptionally well, then the, you'll attract the first order's attention. Yes. So it's kind of like I don't know if like you want to try to finish in the middle because <laughs> you just want to enjoy your time in the park. Yeah. Or if you you know want to get into it. Um, so like I think that's something that they've kind of talked about, and they've also I mean, and to that end, like you're talking about the credits and like there's certain ways that you can earn a certain amount of credits and you can actually earn like an in-universe prize. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it like that might become a real tangential or, you know, tangible kind of thing, <laughs> not tangential. No, no. Well, so I mean, in the way of prizes and everything like that, we'll go over to gift shops now. Um, I already brought up, you know, that there's going to be like a, you know, build your own lightsaber kind of station. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also going to be a place where you can get like exotic pets, quote unquote. Oh boy. And it's supposed <laughs> to be like, you could go in there and like pick up all these, you know, strange creatures from around the galaxy uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I mean, that's, they're trying to immerse you so much. So that like, you know, you did like, there's no typical gift shop where you go in, get an action yeah. figure and like that's, a keychain, and call gonna, it a day. Yeah. I'm going to be really interested to see that. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, cause there is. You know, there's a little bit of stuff like that, like in the park right now. Um, I mean, there's a, you know, so like if you do like the Star Tours ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like the only thing right now that's truly Star Wars branded. Um, you know, it's like you walk out into the gift shop. Yeah. And like it's like, and there's like a certain part that is this kind of very, you know, in universe feel. But then the rest of it is like, oh, here's a stuffed Chewbacca. Or, uh, <laughs> here's your picture from the ride. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Now I know exactly what you mean because it's that's where they had like it's like the ATAT out front. Yes. And they have the stage and all that, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So um, no, I'll be. Um, I will be excited to see what actually comes about this. I think also, like I said, they're going to have hotels. Yeah, and, and that's going to be a cool thing. Like, apparently, if you stay in the hotel, like, th- you'll have, like, a direct line into the Galaxy's Edge Park. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but, like, you'll, like, I mean, they're, like, almost going full Westworld. Like, you can, <laughs> like, get clothes that will look in-universe. Yeah, yeah. You can um, get, like, the tunics and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be wild. And apparently there is, to that end, there's also, like allegedly going to be like a hidden scavenger hunt that you can participate in i'll believe that i mean come on you already said smugglers run like i feel like that's just going to be like the the cusp of the whole thing anyway yeah. you know you're just trying to undermine the first order and crime bosses and yada yada so yeah <coughs> excuse me um the last thing i can say is there's going to be an actual cantina From, yes and yeah. you can get actual like big- Adult drinks. Yes. It's, so, like, I guess there was, there's only, like... Adult one, sodas, as they call them. Yeah, there's only one other place where you can actually do that. I forget what it is. Like, there's, like, only one other park where you can actually get a beer in yeah, Disney World. I think it's Epcot. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, if you go to, like, the nationalities, <laughs> like, if you go to Italy, you can get wine, or France, you can get wine. And if you go to Germany, you there's... You get the beer. Yeah. Yeah, beer steins. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, this one, you could probably actually get, like, you know, the, the, the big concoctions of the world. Yeah. And, you know, it's always fun. It's, like... Getting back to like the aftermath trilogy, um, the one character Sinjir, he mm. is a. Uh, let me to put it bluntly, he's an alcoholic. Yes, you know, but he's a lovable alcoholic, you know. So, um, but he always talks about these like incredible drinks, and he's like, you know, I wonder if I could just try this or something like that. It's like something called like knockback nectar, if they even had that. Yeah, you know, or like the the jet juice or something like yeah. that. It's just like, oh my god, it's probably got to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Do you think they have butter beer? I know we're not. This is a Star Wars episode, but we're talking a lot Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm just curious. Do you know I if mean, they have I, butter beer? I believe they do. Yeah, they would hope so. Yeah, 
Mm. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's an option. Mm. And I think they even offer it like there is like a butter beer that you can get that's non-alcoholic and there's a butter beer that you can get that does have alcohol in it. Yeah, and you have to make sure who you're giving it to, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Since they clearly portray the children drinking it all the time. And they can get some fire whiskey while you're at it. Yes. Just fireball, but still. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hell, I mean, like, I hope you, I, I hope for your sake when you're down there, you can actually, you know, at least, like, scope through the fence and, like, yeah. take some take some secluded pictures and everything like that. Yeah. So, here's I mean, I, I've, I've heard that, you know, for all their intent, like, their efforts to try to kind of keep it under wraps, it's like, you know, so the whole thing about Batu and, like, the specific location is mm-hmm. it's called black spire yes and there's yeah. these tall black spires of rock yeah they, they, like, it's artificial rock that they've built up yeah and, everything. and like you can see that stuff from like pretty much anywhere oh so. yeah i imagine anyone who doesn't even know that like that's happening they're just like we got to go to that side of the park and they're just boozy yeah. over there and next yeah. thing you know it's just a big there's old nothing fence. there yeah yeah good lord yeah yeah well but hey <laughs> yeah still have a good time I figure you're going to have to give us an update if you yes. go down there and see yeah. what happens. I'll so. provide the intel when I get back. <laughs> what so, I can see. Yeah, seriously. It sounds good. <laughs> um, but, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't know. There, uh, I think uh, to kind of round everything out today, we should talk just, uh, you know, a couple things about 2018 that we enjoyed. And, like, for starters, we already talked about the fan film. And, yes. like, that was very fresh, you know, yeah. only a few days old. But technically it was still in 2018. Yeah. But for you, do you have any kind of, like, big moments that you liked? Well, the, yeah. I mean, so this is kind of the a little bit of the challenge that I was facing. And, and like, I said this to Connor before we even started. I was like, you know, I think 2018 was all about building hype for what's going to come in 2019 right. or even further into the future. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean like, yes, we had, you know, we had uh, solo, which I think we were both again, pleasantly surprised by. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for those who are caught up on it, like the end of rebels yeah, in 2018, I I'm, I'm personally very excited about it. You know, I need to get season four myself, but mm-hmm. I've heard other good things. So I, I want to actually, Agree with everybody. Let's put it that way. I don't yeah. see it being a problem, but I do want to. I want to yeah, see it for myself. Yeah, but you need to experience it. Yeah, and you know, and so for somebody like me who's not caught up all the way on Rebels yet, but it's like, I mean, some of my biggest like Star Wars moments of 2018 was like one of my proudest accomplishments was that I saw this the Clone Wars from start to finish. Right. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, and then, um, and like I've now started into Rebels. I'm through the first season. Ooh. Nice. Uh, yes. About a, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the way into the second season. So. Well, I'll definitely have to get on your case about it. Yes, <laughs> I do have season three. I'll let you borrow once you're done. Okay, but still, yeah, it, it's all for research, folks. Trust yes. me. You yes, know. absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's like otherwise, it's just like kind of. I mean, this is going to be cheesy or cliche or whatever, but it's like, hey, we started a podcast about Star Wars in 2018. Truth. <laughs> Thank you. That was honestly going to be one of my first ones yeah. right there. I mean, yeah. I mean, for anyone who doesn't already know the story, which is we went to a 4th of July party together and, uh, you know, we were both sipping on our cocktails or whatever. And just I was telling I was talking to Andrew about his first podcast with our friend Mike Swanson and uh, how they have a hockey podcast. And which is now I mean, it used to be called um, just Reggie's house. Right. And now it's called Rust Belt Risters. Yes. And I was just saying, you know, I think I just kind of like we had like pause and I was drunk and I was like, we should do a pod. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like just kind of like slurring my speech or whatever. It's like, we should just talk about Star Wars. Because I feel like anytime you and I would meet up, one way or another, it always shoehorns into what we're reading or what we're talking about. Or did you hear about this or did you hear about that? Yes. And then I think about a few days later, you texted me and were like, 
were you serious about that? And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, let it below, like, let alone after that, we met up for lunch one day and just paced this whole thing out. Yep. And here we are. Here we are. 11 episodes in. So yes. very excited for you. So I'll give you an air cheers over here. Yes. There you cheers. go. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, just drinking water. Mm. Not, not that anybody should judge us. I think, yeah, I think we actually had too much to drink last time anyways. <laughs> um. But, I mean, besides that, like, if I had to pick, like, actual, like, Star Wars news for 2018, I really liked the the selection of books that they had. Yeah. Um, like, personally for me, like, I, I did like the Thrawn Alliance book, but my favorite was actually um, one that they were talking about on Star Wars Explained, which was Last Shot. Mm-hmm. And it was the book that we always said that should have came out after solo yes and like should replace the one with the um most wanted most wanted yeah Yeah, which i still have yet to read i've heard good things but i have yet to read that one yet Mm -hmm. but last shot it actually had like a lot of funny moments Mm -hmm. and it it had a great perspective where it felt followed like a young lando and then it went to the main story then it followed a young han then it went to the main story and like everything about the book just kind of like it followed itself really well it's just the craziest amount of characters you can imagine they brought back characters from the aftermath series which i was happy about like characters that i fell in love with so i was Mm. like oh it's so and so you know it's like i'm excited to hear what they're up to nowadays and stuff like that but i mean otherwise like you know i always say that like my favorite story involves around ragtag groups of people you know, like the most random amount of people you can imagine putting together. So you have like Han and Lando, and then they needed a slicer, so they get an Ewok. You know, <laughs> and like <laughs> later on, they hook up. They have like an Ugnaught in their team, and then they have a, a Gungan in their team. Like it's just everybody's in, down for the ride. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's it's a good ride. It's a good read. It's a fun read, and uh, you know, you you'll find yourself laughing out loud at times, like just reading it uh, personally, but. I mean, otherwise, you know, you can't go wrong with more Thrawn. Right. And, uh, you know, it was an excellent dynamic between the calm, cool, collect Thrawn and, like, the seriousness of Darth Vader mm-hmm. in that book. And then that's also another one that, like, goes back and forth between the young and the old. Yes. So there was a lot of that this year for what it's worth. Yeah. I don't know so. what that, like, means. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, like, maybe that's why people are, like, convinced that there's going to be all of this, like flashbacky stuff like in episode nine <laughs> most likely you never know yeah. that could just be what they're setting up for yeah um in the way of comics uh i've heard that the the new run on darth vader and it just concluded this month yes with like uh, issue 25 yeah and i actually have the first few books in that series um but i haven't finished it yet myself i don't know about you i have not yet either no i mean i like and as i understand it i mean the first run of darth vader was is probably been like my favorite like yes ongoing run that i've read that's the one and i've heard that this one's even better it really does like pick up because it's just i mean it follow it it follows a weird structure of um you know like there are moments where it's it's just uh vader you know sitting in it's he's like in a seated position you know meditating mm-hmm. and it's like the entire world around him is nothing but fire and damnation yeah. but there's also just these little like white lights just just buzz around him and that's the hope and all this kind of stuff and it's weird you know it's like it's actually really beautiful art in that sense because you know that like people still see the good in him you know for lack of a better term and stuff like that so i mean it's worth a read for that matter Mm -hmm. and then not to mention they also bring into fact the inquisitors uh-huh. And you learn more about them that you would learn in Rebels and stuff like that. So you see how they're more implemented and why they are who they are and all this kind of stuff. So, but you know, 
Yeah. I mean, I have to say, like, um, I was kind of thinking about this just while I was getting my shower earlier today <laughs> and was like, like one of the things that I would just walk away from this year is like, this was a great year for Darth Vader. Yes. Like, yeah. Good comics. Yeah. Good yeah, novel. Com- yes. Fan film. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's killing it this year. It really is. Um, you know, uh. and I kind of give a lot of credit like to Disney for, you know, kind of not shying away from that like, yeah you know that like he is this very like in i don't want to say endearing but he's this very important character but he's a very bad person yeah they definitely showed like the like the evil side of him and they don't shy away from him which yeah. i appreciate yeah like i feel like even just you know in the brief appearance he's had in like rebels so far that i've watched oh yeah like he is like not somebody to be trifled with. Well, I mean, you just think about it, because like they, they came across, like just in the first season alone, they would come across the Inquisitors, mm-hmm. and the Inquisitors, Inquisitors were intimidating. Yeah. But then the next thing you know, Darth Vader comes, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> poop. Something's yeah. going to happen. Like, oh, yeah. you knew that like nothing good was going to come out of it, you yes. know? Yeah. But um, I don't know. For me, uh, in another personal thing I would say about 2018, I'm actually excited to for myself that I started finally reading the Yuuzhan Vong saga. Yes. The, uh, the New uh, Jedi Order. The New Jedi Order. I'm only three books in. Okay. So it's it, it's a slow burn. I'm I'm still I'm still yeah. trying to get into it. But you've told me that there's over 25 novels to yeah. go with it. So I'm trying to pace myself for yeah. what it's worth. I think it's well. I think it's uh, 20. I think it's like 22. But then somebody like I saw somebody say like, oh no, there's only 19. Yeah. These ones are actually not considered part of it. Well, because you said there's like a lot of like separate trilogies that fit in somehow or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So it's kind of like. Uh, you know, like basically, you could actually read it in like five parts, mm-hmm. basically. Well, even at that vein, like I, I know I want to get into the X Wing series, but I want to finish this series first. I think is my goal. Yeah, and then I'll jump into it so I can feel intellectual as well. Yeah, and I think it's. <laughs> I mean, like yes, you kind of have to deal with some things that have happened before this story, right? But again, like I think this is like a good point where, like, by the time this, like, that's like the New Jedi Order is done, like you kind of have, like, an appreciation for all of these other characters anyway. Oh, for sure, yeah. So you can kind of... So then I think it's almost easier to go back. Well, I mean, I, I've already told you as much. Like, I started right up there with the the uh, legacy of the Force. Yes. And that was, like, that was probably the wrong thing to do because it was, you know, I think it's, like, 30 years ahead of what these stories are. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. like, the Yuuzhan Vong were already, like, a long-forgotten idea or something like that. So I'm like, oh. And, like, all the things that happened... I only just learned about so like yeah. I'm now I'm experiencing them in real time and it's it's just dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's not a bad thing, but like it's 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 good storytelling. So yes. you know, I, you just want to be careful about it. That's all. But I don't know. I'm excited about that for myself, and I want to continue on with that. Not to mention just all the other books that will be coming out this year. Um, we should be getting our first novel, you know, within the next few months. The uh, the Queen, I think, right? Yeah, the... Queen's, yeah so the, I think the first one is Queen's Shadow. Yes. Um, which is, it is a, like a YA book, but... It should be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I might be inclined to check it out. Well, uh, I, honestly, I think it would be interesting to check out because, I mean, they've said as much that it's just a period of time that's not really discussed. Yeah. Because you think about it, like, especially because you just finished Darth Plagueis, right? Yes. Everything that happened with, before 
Phantom Menace mm-hmm. leads right up to the end of that book, right? Yeah. And then the Phantom Menace happens, and then and 10 then years we, later... Yeah, then we jump ahead 10 years. And, and then we know everything that happens after the attack of the clones before Revenge of the Sith. Yes. But then there's that 10-year gap of just, what's going on? Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a couple books that do kind of explore stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Um, uh, outbound flight kind of follows a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's a few instances in the old EU. Yes. Yeah. As well, you know. So there's really nothing like in terms of new canon that would count towards that. Yeah, but this could also like satisfy your, you know, your appetite for wondering how the whole electoral college works on Naboo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know, see how they do go about voting in a queen, but just you know, electing a senator or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so I mean it, it could work that way you yes. never know yeah um but yeah I, I don't know I, i'd be curious to see about if they do anything about that they might even mention like you know have a, a plagueis mentioning you know he got the mask like in passing or something yeah. like that so i don't know i i i'd, I'd be interested to see see for myself because i'm always i'm that's what i always gravitate towards when it comes to these novels it's just like i want to know more and i was like oh they're going to talk about this well i'm curious about that you know yeah so what the hell yeah i i can't I'm not saying this is actually, like, legit, but I feel like somebody said that they thought they had found, like, a like a Higo Damask, like, Easter egg in something mm. recently. Okay. Like, kind of establishing that, you know, like, that kind of view of Plagueis is accurate. Which I would love. Yeah. Because it's like we were saying that, well, we should actually probably do this for the next pod if you're, if you're down for yeah. it. Do our our Plagueis review? Yeah, because yeah. there, there's just there is like only the two or three like littlest details that make it non-canon anymore, and are like in in I think both of our opinions, and it's just like it kills you. Yeah, you know, because they, they otherwise it's a perfect story. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Is, yeah, well uh, executed. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, beyond that, I mean, then we have Master and Apprentice, which yes is also really hyped for. So I did. I I have the audiobook version of From a Certain Point of View now. Oh yeah. And like Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um and so they and like they do a really cool thing where the woman who's writing this story, Claudia Gray, does a chapter or like a story between like Qui-Gon as a force ghost and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Set during the time when Luke runs after Owen and Baru to find them already dead. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, the that, whole... and like, I mean, I, I've only maybe read like one or two more chapters after that, or like listened to them. Yeah. Um, but that one so far has been like so much like heads and tails better than almost everything else. I know. Well, look, like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just give you the the blunt force of it. You're gonna spend a hell of a lot of time in the cantina. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can imagine because a lot of, like. Because they try and follow every single person that's in that cantina. You yeah. wouldn't believe how many characters they actually do. And, like, once you go back and watch that scene after reading the book, the scene is less than, like, three minutes. Yeah. And you're going to be spending over, you know, over at least an hour and a half yeah, with all, per, these, yeah. <laughs> all these different characters. Yeah. But you'll have a better appreciation for who they are. Yeah. And you'll see all the different angles of the whole Greedo versus Han. Uh-huh. You know, and that whole thing. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. But well, I think I did. I must have arrived in the cantina because I think I got the, like, the Greedo chapter. Yeah. Like I, think the, I, I don't know if I finished it. No, I did finish it. It was like the bad luck Rodian or something yes. like that. Yeah. Or the unlucky Rodian. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's our namesake. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, you'll you'll spend a little time with it here and there. But that's, 
that's another one we should jump on because I'm I'm just excited you're listening to the audiobook because that's the way to do it, honestly. Yeah. And like that type of experience, like it's been a good experience for that. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I said, you, there's just a number of different kinds of uh, um, narrators and stuff like that, guest mm-hmm. narrators here yeah. and there, so yeah. it's worth it for that sense. Yeah, and certain yeah. voices that I'm like familiar with and others that are like, I'm I'm not sure about. Yeah, I mean Mark Thompson like exclusively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's very obvious. And like the girl who does Iden Versio in in uh, Battlefront Two, she's evident. Yeah, yeah. And she then, does like several chapters. I feel like she does them. And then um, who else is there? There's uh, Jonathan Davis. He's another popular Star Wars guy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I also said that John Hamm does a does one uh-huh. for Boba. Yes. So you'll have fun with that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, John Hamm, one of these like real, real sophisticated bad man, trying to do like a, a uh, you know a New Zealand esque voice. <laughs> I don't see it happening. No, run away, sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's but all right. St- I'm, yeah. I'm still intrigued to to get there. All right, well, yeah, let, let's keep up with that because I'll be I'll be curious to hear what else you have to say about that. But I mean, sure. Um, is there anything else on the agenda? You uh, you know, you have any else anything else about 2018 you want to bring up? I mean, 2018, not really. I mean, you know, the, I guess the only other thing, like, as we kind of, t- like, kind of put a bow on the rest of this, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like, we don't know exactly when all of these things are coming out. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I guess you could say, like, my 20, like, a 2018 moment was the Clone Wars coming back. Oh, of course. But we don't know exactly when that's going to happen. It could be in 2019. Or yeah. it could be pushed out to 2020 or well yeah i mean there's a theory that like when when disney plus actually does come out they might hold off on that because there might be just a a star wars overload yeah when it does premiere because they're yeah. going to have the mandalorian episode um, nine will be coming out around the same time exactly galaxy's there's, edge will be opening and then there's going to be uh probably more comic books in the same time yeah i mean let's put it this way i mean last jedi and force awakens for that matter did the exact same thing like once they were coming out like you just kept getting thing after thing yeah, after thing you, after yeah, thing like so. little little limited run comics and yeah well and, even novels for that yeah, matter and books, like yeah they, they there are novels considering considerably the aftermath trilogy it was called journey to the force awakens you know, aftermath or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. but it's just stuff like that. So yeah, we'll be, you know, there's going to be more to be announced throughout the year. And this is the goal of the podcast is just to keep up with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if at some point we're going to reach a point where like the news is going to be so like becoming so hot and heavy that like we might, you know, go to a weekly format or, you know, or kind of just do like little news drops whenever big things come or. You never know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, like I said, I think for the time being, it, it we should keep the outline because it, it's just been forever since we've actually done like just a solid book review. Yeah. So I think that'd be a good idea for our next episode, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks. But for the time being, yeah, like I think all the information that we can get right now is, is what it is. And, you know, any speculation on a trailer coming out before the Star Wars celebration that's slated for, I think, April yeah, would probably just be, you know, just up in the air speculation. So, yes. you know, we'll keep our ear to the ground and, uh, you know, here's hoping we do see some kind of footage. But we already said that the, you know, the, the production isn't actually going to be done until February. Right. So at that in that sense, it would make sense that, uh, 
you know, the trailer itself wouldn't come out until about new, you know, about the time for Star Wars Celebration up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that probably makes a lot of sense timeline wise. I mean, I think um, it was pointed out like with Last Jedi, um, you know, we learned the title. I think it was like in the January, like in January of the year it came out. Mm -hmm. So like January of 2017. So, you know, so we still might be like close to some major piece of information. Uh, yeah, you know, but it, but I would almost guess that yes, we won't actually see a trailer for a little while. Yeah, like I think if they don't want to capture that spirit, like you know, in December, especially in like the complete absence of another Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, to me that just makes sense. Then that they're going to kind of follow more of like a normal schedule. Makes sense. Yeah, you know? I mean, they, they they had every opportunity to do it. It would have been like. One year from now, like yeah, they would have just dropped it on December twentieth or whatever, yeah, because you know? that's when it's due. Twenty nineteen is December twentieth, um, but you know, you know, I, I at this point I might as well just keep my eyes open for Frozen two, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only keep other your thing. That's, high. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> other thing that's like slated to come out right now. So, but uh, I don't know. Otherwise, I think uh, you know this has been a good time and. I've had a great year so far doing this, and I'm hoping that we can keep this going on. Um, you know, and I, I'm I'm very appreciative of everyone just tuning in, listening to us, yes, all the time, and loving to hear the feedback and everything. And uh, you know, happy life day to everybody. You know, I know I know we didn't really get to do much of a Christmas episode, but <laughs> still, I I think every day could be a life day. You know, it just depends on just, how you how you feel. Yeah, just <laughs> believe in it and participate in cultist activities and yeah everyone gather your rocks yes. you know in your robes and we'll call rip somebody's heart out <laughs> but on that note uh oh callie's back did you have a good time i thought it was a boring conversation anyway yeah so did i happy new year everybody